0: Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. To ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Verse 3, Acts chapter 3, verse 3, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms. His expectation was just a little piece of money. Verse 4, and Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. Verse 5, and he gave heed unto him, expecting to receive something of them. And he gave heed. Unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Have you come expecting something tonight? Let's pray. God, we want you. To have your way in this house tonight. God, you are welcome here. You are well able to move with all liberty, with all freedom to do whatever you want to do in this house. God, I've come expecting for you to do something tonight. God, I have come expecting you to pour out of your spirit. God, I've come expecting restoration in this house tonight. God, I've come expecting deliverance tonight. In the name of Jesus, God, I ask you to do whatever you want to do tonight. You speak Whatever you want to speak. You touch whomever you want to touch. You do whatever you want to do. You change whatever you want to change. In Jesus' name. Can we clap our hands to Him? You can be seated. I want to speak to you tonight from this subject. A place called expectation. When the man turned to Peter and John, he was expecting to receive something. He got much more than he expected. But the key is that he was Expecting something. The Bible said expecting to receive something of them. Maybe a piece of silver. Maybe a piece of gold. Maybe a morsel of food. <clears throat> he believed that there was something coming to him that would improve his situation. He had optimism about the moment. Expectancy that he would receive something that he needed. Like it or not, we live our lives according To our expectation. Those who believe. Their lives. Can be better. Generally. Make their lives. Better. Those who believe. Their lives. Cannot change. Typically. Remain. The same. A battered wife who believes that she somehow deserves this or is destined to this, remains in that relationship. An addict who believes he or she can change does so. One day at a time. Day by day expecting change moving towards a different life, making situations, making decisions that will add to the change that is expected. There is a sense of expectation in each day, day by day, I'm putting it within my thought process and into my decision making and expectation for something to be different. My question this evening is, what do you expect from this service tonight? What do you expect from this service tonight? You can be seated. A young psychology student serving in the Army decided to test a theory. Drawing kitchen duty one day, he was given the job of passing out apricots at the end of the chow line. Nobody liked army apricots. So he asked the first few soldiers that came by, you don't want any apricots, do you? 90% said no. He then tried the positive approach. You don't want apricots, I'm sorry. You don't want apricots, don't you? You do want apricots, don't you? About ha- half answered, "Uh yeah, I'll I'll take some." Finally, he tried a third test. This time, he simply asked, "One dish of apricots?" Or two in spite of the fact that the soldiers didn't like army apricots 40 percent took two dishes 50 percent took one a full 90 percent of them took apricots the experiment shows us that all too often we get what we expect If he asked them in a way that expected a negative answer, he got one. If he asked them in a way that expected a positive answer, half of them went against their better sense and took the apricots. However, when he just assumed they would take them instead of asking, how much they wanted, 90% of them took the apricots. He swung from 90% that didn't want apricots to 90% that just wanted to make his expectations known. I know it sounds silly, but you get what you expect. You get What you expect. So if you came tonight expecting just a normal church service and I just go home and do what I'm going to do, you're going to get what you expect. But if you came tonight with an expectation of God is going to move in somebody's life, If you came with an expectation that God is going to bless me. That God is going to show up. That God is going to move. That God is going to pour out His Spirit upon someone tonight. And they're going to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. Your expectation is going to come to pass. So I ask you again, what do you expect from this service tonight? Peter and John met the lame man. You can be seated. At the gate, beautiful. This gate was 75 feet high. This sanctuary is 84 feet long. To give it some perspective. If you can imagine for a moment, 75 feet high and 60 feet wide, and it was made out of Corinthian brass overlaid with thick plates of pure gold. It was so heavy That it took 20 men to open it and to close it. And that's where he sat. That was his spot. That was his spot. When you panhandle for a living, your spot is important. The best spots are hard to come by. And this man, obviously, over the course of the 20 plus years in the condition he was in, had moved his way up the ladder to the best spot at Jerusalem. He was sitting beside the gate, beautiful, where the faithful went in to and came out of the house of God. Surely there was no better place to find a little charity but beside the gate, beautiful, just outside of the house of God where the faithful men and the faithful women that went in with expectation, that came out with expectation, would come day by day. He found His spot at the gate of the house of God. Just outside the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York, there's a hot dog vendor. As far as I know, he's still there today. I read this article. He's been there for 13 plus years. And he sits there every day. There was one point where the city of New York charged $640 thousand dollars a year to reserve a spot in front of the museum of art let me promise you something you don't pay nearly three quarters of a million dollars to reserve a bad spot and sell hot dogs (laughs) I don't know exactly what his profits were. But what I read said, he made nearly $2,000 a day selling 400 to 500 hot dogs at three bucks a piece. But I can promise you, when he opens his card every day, he does it with the expectation that he's about to make a solid return on his investment. Selling hot dogs. It's pretty obvious since he's there year after year and he's getting what he expects. That to the point, this man would sleep in his hot dog cart for many years to keep the spot. When there's something you need The best place is the place called expectation. When you are in need, when you need something, and it's something that you desire, and it brings tears to your eyes in expectation, then you're going to find your place at the spot of expectation. It's a place called expectancy. You can be seated. In the 1960s, just giving the examples tonight, a teacher was given a roster showing the actual IQ test scores of the students of one class and for another class roster in which the IQ column had been mistakenly filled with the students' locker numbers. The teacher never knew one list was wrong. After a year, it was discovered that in the first class, the students with high actual IQ scores have performed better than those with low ones. That's pretty much what you'd expect. However... In the second class, the students with higher locker numbers scored significantly higher than those with lower locker numbers. You get what you expect. It's a lesson that we have to learn over time. We make vital decisions based upon our expectations. In 1968, if you had asked the question, what country will lead the world in watchmaking for the remainder of this century and into the next, the answer would have been a no-brainer. By 1968, Switzerland owned 65% of the watchmaking market worldwide, and they made 80% of the profits. They were innovative. You can thank the Swiss or all the great watchmaking advances of the 20th century, the second hand, the self-winding watch, the waterproof watch. They took the position that they were the best and nobody was going to change that. However, that was 1968. Fast forward 12 years, and in 1980, Switzerland owned only 10% of the world's watchmaking market share. Of the 60,000 professional watchmakers in Switzerland, 50,000, that's over 80%, have been laid off. What happened? Well, in 1969, a switch watchmaker invented something called the quartz watch, which is battery powered watch that we all grew up on if you were a little bit older. The switch or Swiss invented the quartz watch, but soon after doing so, they said this really isn't what the public is going to want. It doesn't feel the same. It doesn't have the same intricate design. It doesn't even tick. This is just crazy. Nobody is going to want this. We're going to keep making good gear-based ticking watches just like we've always made. During that same 12-year period, Japan leapt from owning just 1% of the market share of the watchmaking industry to owning over 33% in 12 years. The pages of business history, you can find similar stories like this. Stories of companies that missed out on opportunities of a lifetime because of their lack of expectation. Take the story of Chester Carlson, who tried for six years to sell his strange new invention. But it was turned down by every office, equipment, corporation in America. Finally, an obscure company from Columbus, Ohio called Batil, agreed to provide funding for his dry copying process. Thanks to the success of Carlson's little invention, Battelle would later change its name to the Xerox Corporation. And the rest became history. Sometimes you get more than you expected, but only if you expect something. Hear me tonight. Let me say it again. Sometimes you get more than what you expected. But only if you expect something. What do you expect tonight? What do you expect in your life? What do you expect in your family's life? What do you expect in the business you're in? What do you expect in the envision of the business you want to start? What is the level of your expectation? What is your expectation for the souls that you reach? What is your expectation in the ministry that you lead? What is your expectation with your Bible studies? What is your expectation with those you work with? What do you expect? Job 3.25 For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me and that which I was afraid of is coming to me. You get what you expect. If I expect the bad, the bad will certainly come. But what if I come to the house of God expecting a blessing on a Sunday night? What if I come to the house of God expecting a move of God on somebody's life that I've been praying for? What if I come with expectation tonight that so-and-so who doesn't have the Holy Ghost is going to leave with the Holy Ghost? Hebrews 11, 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. I can't see it, but I'm expecting it. I can't envision it, but I'm expecting it. It's the evidence of things not seen. I'm beginning to formulate it in my mind. I'm beginning to formulate it in structure, in passion, in desire of my heart. I'm bringing it into conception within my thought process. My expectation is it will be substance. If somehow, some way, I can position myself in a place called expectation, anything is possible. Come on, if you can find the place of expectation, anything, anything, say it with me, anything, anything is possible. All things are possible to them that believe. But if I can position myself at the gate, if I can place myself at the place called expectation, what if, what if I can position myself into a place of expecting a miracle? What if I can position myself at the place expecting a healing what if i can position myself into a place of expecting a blessing what if i can position myself at a place expecting a new start what if i can expect a position myself in a place of expecting forgiveness What if I can expect myself into a place of expecting forgiveness and God moving on somebody's life to forgive and for them to find a place of repentance? What if I can position myself into a place of expecting peace in my home? What if I can position myself into a place of expecting Financial blessing in my household. What if I moved from where I am now to a place called expectation? It is a place. It's not a distant place. It's not a long road to get there. It's not a hard road to get there. To the place of expectation it is not a high or low road it ain't a rocky road it ain't a road that has holes and divots and I have to climb over boulders to get there the place of expectation is just one step away from where you're at right now if you can just take the step And position yourself in a place of expectation. Things will begin to change. Things will begin to formulate that you have dreamed of. That you have envisioned in your mind. That you have just wanted with so much passion. And with so much desire. It is the position of expectation. Expectation. Ephesians 3.20 Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. God bases my blessing on what I ask or think. I'm going to let that sit for a minute. Let that run through your mind for a moment. Let that run through your spirit for a moment. Scripture says, Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundant above all, that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. God bases my blessing on what I ask or what I think. It's not just some random choice from God. It's not just a drawing of straws, or a roll of the dice. It's not the wheel of fortune. I get to decide my level of change that I expect. He's able to do exceedingly above all that I ask or I think. Once I decide that things are going to get better. Once I decide that things are not going to stay the same. Once I determine that I am not going to remain in my troubles. Once I determine that I am going to step into a new place of joy and peace. Once I decide I am tired of the level where I am. Once I decide that I am tired of being at the same plateau for far so long. Once I decide that I am tired of going home service after service Facing the same situation over and over. Once I decide, I'm tired of it. Once I decide, I'm tired of it. A new sermon won't fix it. A new song won't fix it. A new preacher won't fix it. A new building won't fix it. A new location won't fix it. But one thing will fix that. It's the place called expectation you can be seated when goliath stepped out on the battlefield the israelite soldiers thought he's so big we can never defeat him we can never Kill him. We're intimidated by him. He's loud. He's mean. He's large. This little boy named David, you know the story. Thought. He's big. He's loud. He's large. He's so big, I can't miss him. The soldiers were standing in a valley of doubt. David was standing in the place of expectation. His expectation was, I'm going to kill him. He's defying the armies of God. He's cursing our God, and I'm going to kill him. It's all about what you expect. Somebody's going to get this tonight. This isn't a hard thing. I didn't come to preach or to teach or to talk about a hard thing tonight. The Word of God is a simple thing. If you can but get into the place of expectation tonight. If you need the Holy Ghost tonight, you better start expecting it right now. If you came tonight and you've never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, this is what I want to tell you. In the book of Acts, they came to a place of expectation in an upper room. They came expecting. It didn't matter how many days they had to wait. It didn't matter how many hours they had to wait. There was 120, 380 of them left expectation. They expected to happen what God said. Spirit of God moved. God filled them. And they began to speak in other tongues as the Holy Ghost gave utterance. Why? Because they came to the place of expectation. And they said, you know what? Tonight's my night. Tonight's my night. Tonight, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost. Tonight... When we have altar call, when that preacher's done shouting into that mic, I'm going to make my way to that altar and I'm going to expect with everybody else that the Holy Ghost is going to move on me and I'm going to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. If you come tonight and you've never been baptized in the name of Jesus, The Bible says when you're buried with Him in baptism, everything's gone. All that sin is pardoned. It's buried. It's gone. You come up a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things are new. You're going to come up out of that water refreshed, clean, pure. If you've come tonight and you've never been baptized in Jesus' name... Your expectation tonight is when I come up out of that water, I'm going to be speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives utterance. When I come up out of that water, my sins are going to be gone. I'm going to be pure. I'm going to be clean. I'm going to be pardoned from all sin. I'm helping you out tonight. That's the expectation that you need to have tonight. It's all about what you expect. Let's stand. Whoa, he's short. I've come to this pulpit tonight to call you to a place of expectation. Things don't have to be the way they are in your life. Whether you're living for God or whether you're not living for God tonight. Things don't have to be as they are in your life. Those places that you have found yourself. That coming to church just for church. And to go home, it doesn't have to be that way tonight. Going home to chaos, it doesn't have to be that way tonight. Leaving this house and going to work on a Monday morning and just going through the Monday and then back home and into the Tuesday. doesn't have to be that way tonight. I'm calling tonight for you to move to a place of expectation it's time to move up it's time to step out it's time to turn around it's time to take up residency in a better spot tonight you've sat in that place way too long You've sat where you sat for way too long. Sir, ma'am, you don't have to stay there. There's a place called expectancy. God's getting ready to move in this house tonight. That was an expectant statement. God is going to to move in this house tonight and it's on whosoever will you can stay in the position you're in you can sit at the spot you're in but I'm giving a call tonight you need to move out of that spot you need to move to the place of expectation I've preached all that I could preach tonight I know it's been short I know some of it has been very simple, but hear me tonight. God is getting ready to move in somebody's life. We started off tonight with the lame man at the gate. And I want to point out one more time, he got more than he expected. He came expecting a morsel or a coin. But that only happened because he was expecting something. Oh, scripture ain't got to be hard. He said he gave heed to them, expecting to receive something. I'm at the spot of expectation is what he was saying and I'm expecting something what do you expect God to do in your life tonight what do you expect him to move in what do you expect for him to do Do you expect an open door for a business? Do you expect an open door in your ministry? Do you expect a new Bible study from the man or the lady I work with? Do you expect a financial blessing? Do you expect to be filled with this spirit tonight? Whatever it is... You need to come to this altar tonight and expect something. Because he's about ready to give you more than what you expected. Who wants it tonight? Will you just stay in the spot you're in? Or will you come to the place of expectancy? This altar's open. I'm not going to force you. It's your choice. You can stay where you're at. Or you can expect something.